We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my dear friend. I am so excited about our time together here today. As you may know, my show is about relationships. And today, I want to deepen in my connection and relationship with you. This is the first time I'm doing a show without a guest or expert. It's just you and me. And my intention with our time together today is to share with you some of the most empowering tools, helpful learnings, and important lessons I have received as I've shifted from a life that was very confusing and painful and did not work to a life of grace, ease, and prosperity. And I don't think I'm special because of this shift. I believe it's because I've put certain principles to work, certain spiritual principles that will work for anyone who puts them into practice in a consistent way. So if you're dealing with some big issues in your life, if you need answers to questions, and if you want some support in solving problems, I'm confident there's some nuggets of wisdom here that I'm paying for from my spiritual mentors, as well as some helpful analogies and information that will support you in coming to a place of greater clarity, higher altitude, and a deeper sense of peace. So why is it that life on planet Earth is so challenging? I love this quote from Pierre Tejal de Chardin. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. And spiritual masters have told us that incarnating as a human being on a planet Earth is a great privilege. It's a very accelerated way to learn, expand, and grow as souls. But we are born with veils over our eyes, and we don't remember what we agreed to or why. So if Earth is like a school, this is not an open book test. We are here on a planet of free will and choice, and it can be very painful and challenging indeed. But once we learn how to navigate this reality, it can be filled with so much more grace, ease, joy, and clarity. And that is my hope, prayer, and desire for you, that you can start living your life from this place of higher altitude, greater clarity, and a lot more fun. So one of the most important things I learned from my spiritual mentors is something called the goal line versus the soul line. I learned about this when I was getting my degree in spiritual psychology at the University of Santa Monica. Two of my most important spiritual teachers and mentors are Drs. Ron and Mary Holnick. And they talked about the soul line versus the goal line. So if you can imagine, if you will, a line of energy going up in a diagonal way, and at the bottom there's a line going across in a horizontal way. So the goal line in our life is the things we want, the things we want to manifest and experience. We want prosperity. We want maybe the car, the house, maybe the relationships. We want the money. We want the health. We want the body. These are the things we desire that we want. And so much about manifesting is about attaining these things. The soul line, as it goes across on the bottom, this is what our soul came here to experience 
and learn about. When we transition, when we die, when we drop our human bodies and go back into that super conscious energy, if you will, we don't take any of the goal line stuff. We don't take any of our material items. What we take is the soul level learnings. So that is really why we're here. So the three areas, the three primary tools that we can use, that um, we use as human beings, come in the arena of money, career, purpose, relationships, and love, and body and health. And so often I'll hear people say, well, I'd just be happy if I had the money. I would just be happy if I got the, the dream girl or the great relationship. I'd be happy if I was just healthy and my body would cooperate if I was at the right weight or whatever. But if those things were easily handed to us, how would we get our soul level learning? We wouldn't. We wouldn't. We need these tools in order to learn, expand, and grow as spiritual beings having this human experience. And really, the soul cares very little about our comfort. The soul is here to get what it came to get, whatever it is we agreed to that we don't remember. We're here to really learn these things. And discomfort, it's not going to help us transition or transcend um, the challenges. What I found is very helpful. When I'm in pain or discomfort, if I can have um, the consciousness to say to myself, what is my soul trying to learn while I'm in this space of pain? What is it my soul wants to learn? And once my soul gets what it's trying to get, I find that I move off of the soul line back onto the goal line where I am met with more grace, ease, synchronicity. So I think once the soul get, gets what it wants, then we can have um, more of what we desire as human beings with greater grace with more ease, with more joy. But so often when we're in discomfort, it's compelling to go into that victim consciousness. It's easy to feel um, like, oh, what was me? It's not fair. How come everybody else can have what they want and I can't have what I want? The universe doesn't love me. Life is not on my side. You know, Einstein asked that very important question, the most important question we can ever ask and answer for ourselves. Is the universe a safe and loving place or not? And if you don't feel like it is, it cannot show up as such. I know when my teachers, and again, it was Ron and Mary Holnick, asked me, do you believe the universe is a safe and loving place? I said, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Look at the state of my life. People have lied, cheated. They've stolen from me. I'm physically very unwell. I was very, very sick. A lot of health challenges. I was completely broke. I, I, no part of my life was working. And then I had this awareness. Well, perhaps my life isn't working because I don't believe life is on my side. That was a compelling enough notion to open my mind to the possibility of experimenting with another way of being. Perhaps maybe life is on my side. And I chose to be like a spiritual scientist and just put my toe in the water and, and explore that for a little bit. And pretend, imagine for just a little bit, maybe a week, that life is on my side. I was going to relax and look for proof that life indeed did love me. So 
almost immediately as I, I chose to experiment with this, I started to experience some God wings and some synchronicity and some grace. And so I chose to continue exploring and expanding in this possibility. Initially, I was just going to try it on for a week, and if it didn't work, I was going to go back to this other way of being that was really not working for me. But I'm happy to report, once I started relaxing into this state, things started to shift. Things started to make a lot more sense. And I stopped feeling like a victim. I believe there's two ways we can live our lives, either victim or empowered. We can be a Tigger or we can be an Eeyore. We can live a life based on a foundation of love or fear. So if you're feeling like life isn't on your side, if you're feeling a little bit like an Eeyore, if you're feeling like, um, you know, the universe isn't supporting you, perhaps you could open your mind to the possibility that there's something greater going on here. Perhaps your soul's really wanting you to learn some things. And something else a teacher once told me, planet Earth is very eclectic. There's a lot going on here. It's like the Studio 54 of planets, of realities. And we have everything going on here from kindergarten consciousness to souls that are getting their master's, PhD, and beyond. And there's nothing right or wrong, nothing good or bad about that. So, you know, it's not like a two-year-old any better or worse than somebody who's, you know, getting their master's degree. It's all allowed. And really the point is to be different. The point is to be unique. I say all the time, if God wanted us to be like Canadian geese, all the same, he could have created us that way. But you know what? He already did that. The point is to be an individual. The point is to be gloriously unique. We're all aspects and splinters of the divine. And I think the most important thing we can do is to get to know ourselves. You know that wisdom, know thyself. And no matter how well you think you know yourself, there's going to be another layer. There's going to be another level because you are a soul and you are an aspect of the infinite. So to want to continue to know ourselves and grow and learn and evolve and expand. It's like unending kaleidoscope. It's an unending kaleidoscope of images and experiences and opportunities. And again, once we really understand, despite the discomfort, because there will be discomfort, we're in this place and space of feeling disconnected from love and our creator. We're here to explore and experience what it's like to be a demigod of our own reality. And I believe we incarnate really for four reasons when we boil it down. To be on the receiving end of whatever we put out, to um, clean up our karma, to learn the lessons of love. That's the second reason, which really needs to start and end with ourselves and our creator. The third reason is to share our gifts. And the fourth reason is to have a good time, to really have fun. But it's hard to get to number four if you haven't done some of the work with the first three. So in regards to cleaning up our karma, it's not as bad as it might seem. So we do, I think, need to experience what we've put out in the past. Uh, my teachers, again, would say the biggest thing that we can do to clean up our karma is simply forgiveness. Far more 
quote unquote, negative karma, uncomfortable karma is created by virtue of not forgiving others or not forgiving ourselves, really carrying around that guilt and shame. So if we're willing to do the forgiveness work, forgiving others, forgiving ourselves, we can clean up so much of the stuff that's on our plate that is not really tasty. <laughs> it's, the, it's the stuff that's not um, delicious. So once we can clean up our karma, again, doing Ho'oponopono, which is that wonderful um, healing modality um, where we say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Often I'll do this at night when I'm getting ready to go to sleep and I will just say this, these four things over and over. I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. To every face, every energy, every consciousness that shows up in my inner reality. And then I'll see my own face and say the same thing. Because if you're anything like me, I've done some things that weren't kind to myself. I have abused myself. I have shamed myself. I've not been um, always a loving caretaker of this physical vehicle. When I um, started to pay attention to my inner thoughts, I was so mean to myself. I was so um, cruel. I was very negative. And then I wondered why my life didn't work. Once I really got conscious of this, I set an intention to do it differently, to start being kinder to myself. Because again, outer reality is a reflection of inner reality. And if we want life to show up in a way that's kind, we must be kind to ourselves. If we want life to show up in a way that's loving or gentle, we must be loving and gentle with ourselves. It's simple, but not always easy. So many of us um, are playing to the mirror. We're looking at the world and others and the planet wanting to attain those goals, wanting to get the love, wanting to get the money. But if we don't have that consciousness inside of ourselves, if we don't know our immense value and worth as a glorious, exquisite aspect of the divine, life cannot show up in a way that reflects joy and beauty and grace and love and ease back to us. So again, coming back to the goal line versus the soul line. If we can really just take responsibility for our relationship with ourself, our relationship with that something greater and start to really relax and know, deeply know, deeply believe that the universe adores us and everything, everything that's happening despite what it looks like or how much it might hurt is really designed to help us grow, expand, and evolve as a spiritual being having a human experience. And yeah, sometimes it might not look fair. There are people that are our kindergarten consciousness and life can be really fun and easy and things show up without effort, it seems. And there are other people who maybe are getting their master's or PhD that life can be much more challenging. Things can seem, quote unquote, unfair because it's not a level playing field. You know, humans are um, not necessarily created equal. As souls, we are. Each of us are created with the same amount of love, the same amount of affection, but we can't see what each person's agreement was. We cannot know what they were doing before they incarnated as a human being this time. We don't know what their souls were doing 
prior to this. We don't know what karma they're trying to clean up. We don't know what lessons they're trying to learn. Again, the most important thing we can do is take responsibility for ourselves. That's really it. I say, tend your own garden. Take care of your side of the road. And as you do, you will find things shifting around you. Because again, life is a reflection of your inner state. It's sort of like if you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, you could go get a box of crayons or magic markers and draw all over, all over the mirror and, and try to make things look different by virtue of that. Although we know that that's not going to be that effective in regards to changing our physical bodies. What changes the reflection in the mirror is taking responsibility for yourself. Perhaps maybe making different dietary choices, working out a little bit more. And then if you step in front of the mirror again a month later, it's miraculously transformed. Well, our lives are the same. Our lives reflect back to us our inner state, our thoughts, our beliefs, and what we deeply believe we deserve. So as we pull our energy back and we take greater responsibility for our connection with our soul, that reflection of our life, those goal line things that we really want to manifest as humans can start to occur. But if we're in that victim state, if we are in that Eeyore state, it's sort of like I say, most people on planet Earth are below the cloud line. It looks like rain and doom and gloom and fear. But as we take responsibility, as we do our healing work, we start to literally ascend in our vibration. We start to go higher in our consciousness. And as we do, the landscape shifts. As we do the healing work, as we meditate, as we pray, as we listen to the teachers that show up, as we set the intention to be a student and, and shift in our consciousness, we can start to go through the cloud line. And if you've ever been on a plane, it can be pretty turbulent, it can be bumpy. And I think that can be the case as we grow our souls as well. And it can be compelling to think, oh, I need to get back under the cloud line. This was a mistake. But it isn't. Just keep going. Just keep going. And eventually, you get above the cloud line. You break through. You make a breakthrough. And the sky is blue. And the clouds are beneath you. And they're fluffy. And the sun's out. And I, for sure, used to live below the cloud line. I felt like a victim. There was a lot of gloom, a lot of doom. It was dreadful. It was painful. It was literally, to me, felt like hell, hell on earth. But we can also have heaven on earth. Anything that can be found in heaven can be found here on earth. Again, it's a very broad spectrum from the darkest dark to the lightest light. And it's a planet of free will and choice. And things that maybe look bad or evil are simply part and parcel. They're ingredients to have this experience of this, Abraham will call it this well-stocked kitchen. And we can get mad about some of the ingredients that are here. Or we can simply say, that's not something I want to um, put in my pie. That's what they'll say. You know, if you want to make an apple pie, you can get mad at the Tabasco sauce. Or you can simply just say, well, somebody else might want that. I don't want that. I believe everything's allowed on this planet of duality, free will, and choice. But we get to take responsibility. We get to choose where we hang out and how we show up. And for me, my personal intention 
is to go as high as I can in my consciousness, to be a light worker and not just a seeker, but a finder so that I can share my love and light with the world. And I think we each have this potential within us if we choose it for ourselves. And I suspect you are, you wouldn't be hanging out with me having this conversation today. I'm, I'm extremely honored. You know, um, you may be familiar with David Hawkins' work, Power Versus Force, and he talks about the different levels of consciousness, everything on the planet from people vibrate anywhere from zero to a thousand. Around 200 is the level of integrity, and most people on the planet are right there around 200. Once we get up into the 300s, um, we're above the level of integrity, but still in a place of ego. 400, the level of 400, we're really focused on the mind, science and the mind. 500 is when your priority starts to shift and your life becomes more about love as the touchstone and most important quality and ingredient of existence. Once we get to 600, it's peace. 700 is enlightenment 700 and above is enlightenment and for each degree we go higher in our consciousness the more it can counterbalance the negativity of the planet so again the most important thing we can do is take personal responsibility to clean up our karma learn the lessons of love share our unique gifts with others and the world and to live in our joy so I really hope that that's what you're doing. And if you're not, I hope this gives you a little bit of insight or some direction. I hope there's something here that resonates for you, that can support you in um, clearing, letting go of what's no longer serving you, learning the lessons your soul wants you to learn. And that's the other thing. When we're on the soul line, it tends to be painful, unfortunately, we seem to learn more through our pain and sorrow. But I do believe once we learn how to learn through grace, ease, and joy, we can transition and transform into that space where we learn more through grace, ease, and cooperation and connection and joy. But again, this is, um, we're, we're in separation perceived separation from the divine and the creator and all that is it's perceived because we can't be separate we've never been separate it would be an impossibility if you're breathing god's in you and i find great comfort in that myself so i hope you're starting to relax and trust life you are love you are an exquisite magnificent unique expression of the divine and this planet has never before experienced anything like you and it never will again so i hope you're relaxing into your authentic shape and opening your mind to the possibility of dancing in your own light opening your heart to having this love affair this love affair with the cosmic creator and all of creation i think as we receive this and know this and believe this to be true, that we are immensely loved, that we are important and valuable, exquisitely and perfectly made. Our lives can start to shift around that. So I hope you are opening your mind and heart to that relationship with your higher self, your soul self and source. You are 
incredibly beautiful. You are more powerful than you think. You are more beautiful than you can comprehend. You are more magnificent than you consciously ever know. So again, I think prayer and meditation are such a beautiful way of lining up with that something greater. And if meditation is challenging for you, which it certainly was for me when I first started stepping into this um, reality of ascending my consciousness, um, I have created some guided meditations to support you. And guided meditations are simply meditation with the support of a guide. And that is my intention, to be a touchstone, to hold space for you to step into your own light and power, relax into your authentic shape. And as you do, the pieces of the puzzle that fit around you can show up with grace and ease. So if you just go to my website, Tammy B. PhD, I have a free ebook and guided meditation called The Path to Prosperity. And um, if you already have that and you want some other tools and resources, I have lots of guided meditations and my books, Manifesting Love from the Inside Out, Manifesting Prosperity from the Inside Out. And they are guides, again, to support you in clearing what's no longer serving you, relaxing into the love and the truth of who you are as an incredible, powerful, beautiful, and exquisite spiritual being having a human experience. My intention is to support you in lining up with your soul, self, and source and living a life of joy, grace, ease, clarity, and great love. I'm so honored to be connecting with you. Be in touch with me. TammyBPhD.com. That's spelled with an I. T-A-M-M-I-B-P-H-D.com. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that. My intention is to be in relationship with you and to go higher as spiritual beings having a human experience. Going higher as spiritual rock climbers. I'm honored to know you. I'm honored to be connecting with you. God bless you. You're my heart and prayers. Onward and upward. Bye for now.